You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm not sure anybody's going to underestimate them next year. I mean, are they going to be an incredibly hot pick to win the NFC North? Does the football world really buy into Minnesota? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. But see what Minnesota does in the playoffs. We uh, can see what Minnesota does in the playoffs. They're fourteen and three, and their point differentials minus three. Are they fourteen. I'm sorry, thirteen and four, and their point differentials minus three. Yeah. Well, they they won every close game that they got into, which and is they lost some blowouts. How you got to do it? Yeah, they, um, they were undefeated in close games. I mean, it's ridiculous. What <laughs> they, they did. They're the worst thirteen and four team ever, and I know there's only been two seasons of seventeen games. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel confident in saying that right now. Yep. But yeah, the Lions are going to be the pick next year. Get ready for okay. it. Yeah, and so so Jamal, the, now let's see what happens when you don't have that chip on your shoulder when everybody's patting you on the back and telling you how great you're going to be. Another it, thing I loved about the win last night, just, I mean, the circumstances were fantastic, right? Everybody mm-hmm. picking against them. Green Bay's going to win. They're playing at home, all this. But the fact that the Lions, on the last drive, they won the game because they ran the ball. They ran to win. They got enough yards. I mean, it looked like there was nothing to be gained, and all of a sudden, Jamal Williams bursts through it and turns a, a, a one-yard gain into a seven-yard gain. DeAndre Swift looked like he was left for dead after – you know, getting his ankle rolled up and getting forearm shivered to the head, comes in the game, makes a catch, and turns a you know nothing into another six or seven yard gain. They did enough with those plays to put them in position to just keep moving down the field. And then, you know, that ball's call from Campbell on on fourth and a long one, and we're going for it. And it made all the sense in the world to go for it. Of course, you, you know, you're, you're not making a playoff, so whatever. You got a four point lead. If you kick a field goal, it's going to be three added to it. It'd be seven. And then Green Bay can still come down and tie it with a touchdown. Why not go for it? You know? And they did. And it was wide open for them. The Green Bay was the team that panicked. And I love that about the game last night. Green Bay couldn't handle the Lions last night. That last drive was amazing. And all the things that happened, you described some of them, but that second and 17 call by Ben Johnson. And the execution by Goff and St. Brown and Swift was unbelievable. When I saw that, I could not believe <laughs> they called it and they ran it and they executed it. And the, and the soul was down there and he was able to pick up another block and just obliterated the defensive back and, and the, while doing it. Yeah, Sewell's great. But like the one of the main things is that risk, and I know they weren't playing for the playoffs, but... The, the easy call is run the ball because you got to have Green Bay use their timeouts. Yeah. That's the main thing. So when you call that, you have to catch it to at least make sure Green Bay uses timeouts. You have to keep the clock running. So to put that play out there and be like, dude, we have to catch this ball. You have to lateral, and he's got to 
if Swift doesn't gain a yard, whatever, but you have to make sure the clock keeps running, and then they gain oh, all those yards to help make it a lot easier to, in the end. I was, they, happy, I was happy with the run game. At that last possession, they ran eight plays, and they actually threw it four times. And and I was I was thinking every time they threw it, okay, this cannot be incomplete. Like you yes, have to, right? and they <laughs> threw it four of the eight plays, and two and, of them were for the first downs, right to uh, to Raymond on one where he dove for it, and then the other one was to uh, Chark. Where I have he, to go back and look at the play. The, play. Chark was play. the last one. Um, they ran for a first down with Jamal Williams. They ran for another first down with Jamal Williams, and they completed it to Chark. Um, they comp- completed a pass to Amon Ra. They completed another pass to Amon Ra. They completed the hook and ladder, and they completed the chark pass. So they, I mean, they, hey, I give them, I give them credit for putting them out there well, and having faith in their quarterback. Something else I thought was a turning point somewhere in the third quarter. Up to that point, the Lions' offensive line was being handled by the Packers' defensive line which you didn't expect to happen. They couldn't run the ball. Protection of the quarterback was sketchy. Packers defensive line was imposing their will. At some point, the Lions flipped the switch and said, you know what? Not up in here. Started we run. got this. And they started running the ball effectively. They gave him uh, Goff a little bit more time. And I think that long pass that Goff hit Raymond on, they got down to the goal line. I think it changed everything. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We go to Ben and Royal Oak. Hi, Ben. Hey there, fellas. Great show today. Really enjoying it. Thanks, Ben. Um, Champ, wanted to just shout out uh, Motor City, Dan Campbell, and the whole squad. Uh, really inspiring season. Last night, my friends and I went to the bar for the first time in a long time to watch a game. It was really – typically we don't because it's like you leave with your head down, you spend a lot of money, it doesn't feel great. Last <laughs> night was the total opposite. The place was super live. It was really, it was really exciting. And uh, I think there's something to be said about ending the season. Although we obviously would have preferred to win the game and go to the playoffs, I don't think we would have won. And, uh, you know, might have walked out last night with the head down at the end of the season. But we won. We ended up on, the, we ended up on a win. And I think there's something to said about the uh, – the the positive spirit today. I ended the season on a high note. I'm really feeling great about it. Really loving the national coverage here in the Lions. Positive praise too. So that's been awesome. Um, if I could give a, ch- a chump as well, my son and I went to the Pistons game yesterday for Kids Day, which uh, we had a great time. But I couldn't believe it that they didn't. The game started at three, and they didn't open the stadium until one thirty. And I thought that was so strange. My, I grew up going to the games with my dad, getting there early at the Palace for autographs and all that kind of stuff, shoot around, just enjoying ourselves at the games, spending time together. And they're like, I was standing out in the cold with a bunch of other families waiting for them to open the doors. And when they finally did, it was only into the restaurants. Thank you for letting me spend $50 at this restaurant when I wasn't anticipating it immediately. <laughs> and uh, it was just kind of a bummer. Like, come on, Pistons, I'm going to watch a terrible team. You have no chemistry at all, and, and you're just making a stand out in the cold on kids' family day. It was a bummer. So Interesting. I wonder uh, if yesterday was – yeah, I would think they want people in there as early as possible, given all the different ways you can spend money oh. down at LCA. 248-539-9797. We go to Brandon next to our 97-1 ticket. What's up, Brandon? How are you guys doing this morning? Doing all good. Right. So, a quick thing, because you mentioned it before I get to what I get to, but so Minnesota and Lions, do you think, like, Minnesota's kind of in the same situation as the Lions, a quarterback that can get the job done good offensively and then defense just a few players away? 
I don't know. I haven't spent a whole ton of time, um, you know, delving into what Minnesota needs. I'm, I'm not going to blow smoke up your channel and make something up. Well, I mean, yeah, I haven't spent a whole lot of time either, but I would say this. Minnesota needs to – Delvin Cook needs to find a way not to turn the ball over as much as he has. I think he had six fumbles this year. Um, or three – I guess he had three fumbles. But they they, they were all – everything seems to have caused – or lost three fumbles. And then so my point was that uh, it's a very important offseason for the Lions and, like, Brad Holmes draft-wise because the Lions next year, they play at Kansas City, at Chargers, Tampa, Baltimore, and Dallas. And, you know, like Goff said after the game, you know, we kind of got to be one of those teams that aren't – uh, going to give up on the road and be able to win road games next year, and those are big road games. So, look, the, the the schedule, I took a look at next year's schedule. There's a couple things about it. Um, remember that of the 17 games, 14 are exactly the same as your division, your, your division rivals. Everybody in the NFC North will play each other, which accounts for six games. Then you play the NFC South, Everybody in the NFC North plays the NFC South. Everybody in the NFC North plays the AFC West. Okay, so everybody in the North will play, you know, the Chargers and Kansas City. And but the Raiders. NFC, yeah, the NFC South has been pretty brutal. So and the team that won that their division this year, how different is it going to look if next Tom year if Tom Brady decides I mean, first to of all, they have a losing record, <laughs> and secondly, they might be losing their their centerpiece. Um, but where it gets interesting, of course, is you play three positional games. Everybody in the NFC North will play a home game against someone from the NFC West. Detroit draws Seattle. Good. Yep. Hell yeah, it's good. I don't like Seattle right now at all. And it's it's probably irrational. But I don't like them no, for it's winning. Rational. Go well, on. here's the thing: <laughs> they they have every reason to want to win. The whole post game booty call of love. Hey, we love you, Detroit. Win? No, you don't. You love us tonight. You are we are your booty call. You are only going to love us tonight. You're not going to love us tomorrow. No matter what happens, you only love us tonight. There's no long. You're not. In, in entering into some sort of relationship, it's totally self-serving. The whole, oh, we'll buy you dinner and go Lions, putting it up on the board. Oh, and the Gino whole Simba, saying, yeah, one go pride, Lions, yeah. yeah. Shut up. It's insulting, you're it right, It is Doug. totally insulting. Absolutely. So, get get yeah. out of here. Like They're donating in droves. Like the, the, the fans of Seattle are donating to Detroit Lions Foundation right oh, that's now. that's cool. Which that is actually, awesome. That is that's the cool. awesome that's, byproduct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even that feels a little bit like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. T- but go away. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, we're out of time here, but the schedule next year is going to be interesting, and I want to—I'll run down some easy. of the details. It's not easy, but it's not easy for anybody. Right. Well, I mean, there's some challenges in not Detroit. There are positional games. You have three of them. That and the Detroit's now technically a second place team. So, the 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 Packers and Bears have easier schedules than Detroit, and that's what we should really be worried about is winning this division next year. It's Carson Anderson, ninety-seven-one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.